Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 429 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB, and it's a Sunday solo dolo. You already know the deal. Recording it on a Sunday. It's in your ears on a Monday. We got a lot to get into since the last time we talked, which was last Wednesday with myself and Matt, uh, which you guys can watch those episodes every single week live on Wednesday nights, except this week. I'll get into that in just a minute. On twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Got a lot to dive into from the Sixers, the Phillies, the Eagles, all that good stuff, plus some uh some fun behind the, you know, peeking behind the fourth wall type situations with some content we got coming to you on the YouTube channel. But before we get started, be sure to follow us on the socials at underground PHI on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. It's right below me if you're watching on video form. Follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Castorina. Check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com, for all of our written content. We are looking for interns this summer, so if you or somebody you know is looking for a college internship, hit us up, email us, undergroundsportsphi at gmail.com, or slide in our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, Check out our Facebook page where Top Bins goes live every single Monday night. Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. And, of course, subscribe to the podcast feed. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. Truly, truly means a lot to us when you go and subscribe over there. Gets the algorithm cooking, has more people find the show. And the five-star ratings and reviews do just as much for that. Uh, So go over, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, subscribe on Spotify, and leave those five-star ratings and reviews. We are still the number number 82 sports podcast in Armenia, which is pretty freaking cool. Um, So help our numbers keep cooking over there and, uh, you know, maintain us on the charts. You know what I mean? And let's get higher up on these USA, these Canada charts, all that good stuff. Subscribe, 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 and leave those five-star reviews over on Apple And, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel. That is also a big thing for us, guys. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe over there. Uh, Just search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. You'll find the channel. Click the like button, the bell icon, so you don't miss a single episode of any of your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows, plus any of our fun series that are coming to the channel as well. We just released our official teaser for Just a Kid from Vineland, our Jamil Demby docu-series that's coming to the channel soon. You don't want to miss that. Plus, I have a fun teaser at the end of the episode that you don't want to miss. So stay tuned for that. But subscribe to the YouTube channel. Be a friend, tell a friend. Let's get those subscribers cooking even more than they already are. Go subscribe on YouTube. Big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro, Foot Security 21, Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, 
and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. And of course, Tomahawk Shades, the best small batch eyewear in the game. You guys already know I'm working these late nights, pumping out these videos, pumping out the podcast episodes for you. I'm staring at screens all night long, late hours of the night. That's where my Tomahawk Shades blue light glasses come into play. They're truly game-changing, life-saving. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Get yours today. Protect your eyes. You only get one pair of eyes, believe it or not. Protect them now. Go to TomahawkShades.com. Use promo code USP for 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's promo code USP at TomahawkShades.com for 25% off your entire order. Our boys over at Kenwood Beer, the all-new and improved Kenwood Beer cans are now available. Go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. These cans look beautiful. Very excited to uh, get my hands on some for the boys. But go to KenwoodBeer.com. The Citywide U t-shirt in ice blue available now. Go get that thing. Jimmy D'Onofrio doing the damn thing. Uh, over at KenwoodBeer.com. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Let's get into the latest with your disappointing, somehow always losing in the second rounding, Philadelphia 76ers. They do the Sixers thing. They lose the series to the Heat four games to two in embarrassing fashion. I don't know what I expected because obviously like you could tell Joel Embiid was hurting uh in game 5 and you know it was it was one of those things even if the Sixers did force a game 7 who knows if they win game 7 and if they even beat the Heat there was no way they were going to beat the Bucks or the Celtics and now it's it's officially the Celtics going on to the Eastern Conference Finals um they, they just weren't going to get that job done with Joel Embiid not at 100% and, you know, just the them not having enough guys. This team doesn't have enough guys that play competent NBA basketball. It's, it's a crazy thing, um, but the Sixers' depth is something that really needs to be put under a microscope and really needs to be addressed this offseason because if it's not... <laughs> We're gonna have problems. This is why they lose in the second round every single year, guys. The depth is such an issue, and it's treated like it's it's a nothing. It's crazy to me how unimportant quality depth players on this roster has been for as long as we've been doing this podcast. The very like the last time. This sounds so dumb, but the last time that there was valuable depth on a roster for this team was Ursan Ilyasova and Marco Bellinelli. It's insane. It's insane to think about. But that's truly like that's truly the last time this team had quality depth off the bench. Who who are you looking at right now off this Sixers bench as they are currently constructed as somebody you can trust in non-Embiid minutes, non-Harden minutes, non-Tyrese Maxey minutes? George Niang, who was terrible this this series? I mean, Furkan Korkmaz, bless him, but terrible this series. Terrible, like barely in the playoff rotation. Like, Shake Milton showed up in game six, and I gained a lot of respect for him. I already had a lot of respect for him, but gained even more. Um, this, this team just really needs to figure out what the fuck 
they do when it comes to addressing depth on this roster when you know it's the offseason trade deadline 10-day contracts the G League whatever it may be because for whatever reason this team has no view on evaluating depth talent it's always about you know the main five guys on the court and then we'll figure it out from there that you can't you can't be a successful NBA basketball team doing that it's just it doesn't work that way Look at this Miami Heat team that the Sixers just lost to and all the bench depth that they had coming off, you know, their bench. And guys who would be like the number one option off the bench for this Sixers team. Duncan Robinson barely even played in this series and he was like a starter for them during the season. Think about that. Like the it, it, that is a concept foreign to the Sixers. Like looking at these other teams play basketball during the playoffs, it's a different sport than what the Sixers are playing. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Uh, James Harden absolutely disappeared in uh, in Game 6. was horrendous. He had his one fantastic Game 4, and then Game 6 just absolutely disappeared. Game 5, he was almost a nothing. I... Listen. You guys know we, we love James Harden. <laughs> we have rocked with him. Since, you know, the 2020 rumors were swirling around. And we brought the painting out into the studio. Right now, I confidently don't know how you can justify giving James Harden a max contract. Max contract. After the performance he put on this postseason. I I just can't... I can't conceptualize that. Hopefully he opts in. We'll see what happens there. He said he was going to be here during his exit press conference at the end of the game. But I just don't know how you can justify giving him a max contract with the way that he played, the way that he kind of just mailed it in, and think that it's not going to get worse from here, you know, four or five years down the line when he's 36, 37, 38. I just... He was embarrassing. He was flat out embarrassing in this game. Uh, two shots taken <laughs> in the second half. 0 for 2 on those shots. Scored 11 points in an elimination game. Like, you can't be option 1A and be the, the point guard, the, the, the ball handling guy. And score 11 points in an elimination game. That just that, that can't happen. It, it's unfortunate. It's disappointing. It's embarrassing. And I just I don't know what to do with James Harden currently as I sit here on May 16th, 2022. Okay? Um, you know... And it's not just James Harden either. Like, this isn't all on his shoulders. The team played poorly. The coaching was poor. And Joel Embiid was injured. That Those are your three main... Like, Embiid was leaving it all out on the floor. Tyrese Maxey was leaving it all out on the floor. Shake Milton left it all out on the floor. But everyone else just seemed very uninterested and just ready to go on vacation. Doc Rivers somehow is going to be keeping his job, according to Daryl Morey, which... Daryl, I would love to have you on this podcast. I've said that from Jump Street since you got here. Matt and I would love to have you on the show, but I would love to understand the justification of Doc Rivers keeping his job after the season that he had. 
I see no reason this man should be keeping his job. He coached poorly in clutch situations. He was horrendous in the regular season. And I just I don't understand how you can move forward and expect this team to get better and raise their level of competition with Doc Rivers at the helm. This team doesn't practice openly, known to the public. They don't practice. What are we doing? This team's not going to get better under Doc Rivers whatsoever. Not at all. Not even close. I don't see how you can justify letting Doc Rivers keep his job after this. He was supposed to be the guy that came in and brought this team to another level. He was supposed to, you know, step up from what Brett Brown did during the process era and post quote unquote process era when they were winning games. And Doc Rivers was supposed to take it to that championship level. It was supposed to be from the Mark Jackson to the Steve Kerr level. Well, guess what? We're still in the same exact fucking spot we were in 2018, losing in the second round. Oh, we did the same thing in 2019 as well. We got swept in the bubble in 2020. We lost last year in 2021 in the second round. And now 2022 is here, and we lose in the second round again. I know everybody's rallying cry is Sixers and Six, and it works. It's funny. It's great. But truly, it's it's starting to feel like Sixers and Six just means when we're going to get eliminated. <laughs> because I... Uh... Sometimes we all just need to wind down after a long day of enjoying our favorite sports teams go to work. And with the rise of streaming platforms, new TV shows and movies are popping up every single week. And it might be overwhelming not knowing exactly what to watch. Well, that's where streamer season comes in. The exclusive streaming platform discussion podcast for TV and movies on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. Join me, KB, and a plethora of our hosts right here at USP breaking down all the new TV and movies that you guys should be watching across all the various streaming platforms that are available to the masses. Catch us on streamer season wherever you get your podcasts. I'm pulling up the Sixers postseason history here. Because, let's see. The Raptors, obviously we win in six. The Heat, we lose in six. The Hawks, we lost in seven. Um... The Raptors, we lost in seven. Lost in five. Okay, I thought it was more. I, I stand corrected. Stand corrected there. But, man. Just the constant losing in the second round outside of the bubble, which I don't even really count, is just... It's demoralizing. You lost to the Celtics, the Raptors, the Hawks, and the Heat in four out of the last five postseasons in the second round. I just don't know if this team is ever going to get past the second round. <laughs> Unless they actually address the issues that are on this roster with depth, with the backup center, 
with just wing players that can shoot and a better coach. I mean, Ime Udoka, who was on this coaching staff in 2020 in the bubble, is now going to the Eastern Conference Finals as a head coach. We just let him walk out the door. We just let him walk out the door. Monty Williams, coach of the year this year, we let him walk out the door. And yes, those Phoenix Suns got embarrassed and alleviated the Sixers of the most embarrassing uh, second-round exit in the postseason this year. But that's two coaches right there who were in the building that the Sixers just let go. They let them walk. And I swear, if we go through another summer as well, even after Daryl has guaranteed Doc's keeping his job of Mike D'Antoni rumors, I'm just going to bash my head through through a wall. Like, you might have, there might be a hole somewhere behind me in the studio if I have to go through a summer of Mike D'Antoni rumors. Because that's just another guy who was here. And let's just, let's just bring in retreads. I'm just so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. If, if the next head coach of this team is not Jay Wright or Sam Cassell, I'm devastated. <laughs> like, that's where I'm at. I just, I can't do it with Doc Rivers anymore. I can't. I just can't, can't, can't. It drives me crazy. He's not a good coach. He's severely overrated. And we, I've said it time and time again on this show. He's the basketball equivalent to Joe Girardi. Had success a decade ago, won one championship, and everyone thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. No, he's not. Doc Rivers is not a good coach in the NBA anymore. I'm sorry. Let him go to the Lakers. He just he can't be here anymore. There's no need for him here anymore. And this team needs to get better, and it doesn't get better until Doc Rivers is gone. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Like, we're wasting Joel Embiid's prime right before our eye. He's not going to be around forever, everybody. Like, this, we can't just run it back every single year and think, you know, different results are going to happen. No. Joel is like my age. He's 28. And the way he plays, the way, you know, his body is, how big he is, and the amount of, like, just pressure that goes onto his body playing the position he plays, he's not going to be playing NBA basketball for the next decade. It's just, it's just not feasible. We're wasting his prime and we're wasting his time, quite frankly. So I hope Joel goes into the front office this year and is like, hey, we need to sharpen the fuck up because I'm not going to be around for, you know, ever. They really need to figure some things out because if they don't and they waste Joel's prime, by just trying to do stupid shit and dumb roster construction and just hoping for the best and not taking things seriously, that is, you know, that's that's just a war crime. And, you know, they should be forced to sell the team. The owners should be forced to sell the team. And, and a lot of people should be under fire if they waste Joel's prime the way that they have. It's embarrassing. I'm sick of it. And <clears throat> continuing to lose in the second round, the way we have is just, it's the definition of insanity. Different results, you know, in terms of wins and losses, but it's the same end result. Trying to do different things and expecting different results 
but you're doing the same thing and expecting different results. I don't know what I'm saying with that, but the Sixers are insane. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> the Sixers are flat out insane. Um, but this team needs a massive overhaul. You look at who was on the roster this year, and like they, they really need to look themselves in the mirror and say half of this team shouldn't be here next year. Like, if I'm looking at this roster right now, the guys that should be here, I can probably count on one hand, maybe. It's Joel Embiid, Tyrese Maxey, James Harden. <sighs> George Niang will be here. Shake Milton. Isaiah Joe, B-Ball Paul, Charles Bassey, that might be it, we'll see what happens with Tobias, just because of his contract, we'll see if a trade happens to, you know, clear space or whatever, I wouldn't, I don't know how I would feel if Tobias is back, he had a, a pretty quality postseason, I wouldn't say it was like, I mean, it was it was far better than anything he did on first stretch in the regular season, but the inconsistencies are a problem that need to be fixed or removed. Who knows? But this team doesn't have a lot of pieces that should be here next year. That's a fact because they need to get better. They need to get grittier. They need to get tougher. They need to get a lot more skilled. Because they're not playing the same sport that some of these other teams that are left in the playoffs are playing. Flat out, plain and simple. Fix your shit, Sixers. I'm tired of losing in the second round. Figure it out. Team that is figuring it out, though, is our Philadelphia Phillies, ladies and gentlemen. This segment brought to you by our homies over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, including our NL East run differential prop that you can play every single month and season long. Over at playpickup.com, it's the easiest and most fun way to play the hottest headlines in sports created by content creators like myself. Uh, You rack up points on your fan profile, and you cash those in for prizes on the pickup marketplace. So go to playpickup.com now and start playing those headlines. Phillies took three out of four from the Dodgers at Dodger Stadium. They should have swept them, um, but I'll take three out of four, and they went five and two on this West Coast road trip. Most impressed I've been with this team all year long. They looked great. The bats are alive. All the Reese Hoskins doubters, hello, how are you? How can I help you? I want to personally shout out the homie because he took it like a champ when I came back uh, and retweeted his podcast episode from about a week ago now. Um, David Esser. His uh, his tweet was absolute gold. Um, really fun rant-filled podcast this morning. It's time for the Reese Hoskins defenders to concede. He deserves serious criticism for his play this season. I just quote me and said, and then what happened? Um, Reese has been cooking. Bryce has been in MVP form. Alec Bohm has been great. Gene Segura is the hottest hitter on the planet. Nick Castellanos doing the damn thing. Schwarber's finding his swing. And the Phillies find themselves 
in a quality position coming back home. Now we just need the the hot bats that were out west need to come back with them, uh, you know, to the East Coast and at Citizens Bank Park. But right now, as we sit here on Sunday night, the Phillies are seventeen and eighteen, um, five and a half back of the New York Fraudulents. It's doable. It's a doable climb. We've seen worse from Phillies teams in the past. Um, they could have been, you know, above 500 if they would have swept today. They needed one out. They needed one strike, um, which was very frustrating because Aaron Nola pitched fantastically once again and gets screwed because of somebody I'll talk about in just a minute. But the way the Phillies played this weekend and, you know, earlier this week against the Mariners was just A-plus performances across the board. Um, you know, when the pitching was down, the hitting picked up, you know, when the, the pitching was down, some of the bullpen picked up, some of the starting pitching made sure the bullpen didn't have to come into the game. You know, it it was really meshing Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper, and Gene Segura all hitting at the same time is really working at the top of the lineup. And this Phillies team is cooking Bryce Harper, five home runs so far in the month of May. And he's doing it with a torn UCL in his elbow. That's why he didn't play on Sunday. He got an injection, uh, a PCP injection, or PRP, something P underscore P injection in his elbow. He should be back on Wednesday, which is very exciting because I'll be at the game on Wednesday. Um, so you'll get a, a little live look at Citizens Bank Park on Wednesday when the Phils take on the Padres. Don't know who's pitching. Oh, it's a Zach Wheeler versus Blake Snell game. That's fantastic for my brand. Um, so we'll be there. I'll be there. Pay attention for the content. Um, which, since I'll be at the game, that means Matt and I are recording this week's show that we do together on Tuesday. Not sure if it'll be live or not, but it will be available on YouTube and audio form uh, on your normal day, Thursday. So... Nothing's changing other than our just normal recording day. But the Phils are cooking. Bryce looks like he's in MVP form. Reese Hoskins is flipping the double bird to everybody and saying, fuck you for doubting me. I'm here. I'm ready to roll. It's my time to shine. Everybody knows real teams get hot in May. April doesn't count. That's just the warm-up period, especially this year with the shortened spring training, with the lockout, everything. Real teams get hot in May, and the Phils are hot right now. The Phils are so hot right now. Six and four in their last ten. It's going to keep getting better. It's going to keep getting better. They're playing a Padres team who are 22 and 13, but the Padres are coming here. They're coming uh, to Citizens Bank Park for a three-game stint, and then the Dodgers will see them again this coming weekend before the Phils go on a long seven-game road trip against the Braves and the Mets, which that Mets series now, if the Phillies continue to cook and and play well against the Padres, say take two out of three or sweep, take two out of three from the Dodgers again or sweep this time. You know, if, if the Phillies can go, let's say, four and two on this homestand, which would put them, four and two would put them at 21 and 20, and then say you take three, three out of four or split with the Braves. 
you know, that Mets series is going to be real, real important depending on who the Mets play, which I don't even know who they play. But I'll tell you right now, the Mets schedule upcoming. So the Phils obviously get the Padres, the Dodgers, the Braves, and then the Mets. Going into that, the Mets get the Cardinals for four in New York, and then they go out to Colorado this weekend, and then they're in San Francisco to play the Giants before they come and play the Phils for a weekend set. So, I mean, there's potential room there for the Mets to drop some games. The Cardinals are are playing good baseball right now, um, as far as I know. Yeah, Cardinals are are 19-15 and in second place in the NL Central. The Giants are playing pretty decent baseball. Um... They're 20 and 14. And then they get the the Rockies in there who are, you know, at 500, but it's course. You never know what's going to happen with your pitching at course. There's a, there's an opportunity here for the Phillies to really take advantage of things if they play to their competition and don't, you know, shit the bed on on certain matchups and take advantage of being at home. They've played well at home this year as far as I can remember. Um Let's see what their home and road splits are. Phil's this year. Top bins, top tier commentary. Top drawer, upper 90. You already know. You it's more already no. I think that's how it we always goes. Like forty-five like, minutes, and we're at like Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Um, I'm Dominic Ponteri. I am Matt Kessler. And we are here to talk about Champions League soccer today. Hey, it's Top Ben's time. What's up? We're back. Phils are nine and nine at home, eight and nine on the road, so they're a little better at home. Um, but from all accounts, like they, it seems they've played better at home. This is the first time on the road this this past road trip. Like take out this road trip here, where they go five and two. Uh, they're two and seven on the road, or three and seven on the road going into this road trip. So they switched a, the they flipped the script a lot out on this road trip. Um, so, I mean, there's a, a big opportunity for the Phillies to go in and, and really take advantage of an opportunity in front of them. And the Mets are not a good home team this year. They're 10-7 and seven at home as opposed to 13-6 and six on the road. And they have four games at home against the Cardinals. Um, and then they are on the road for, for six games out west. So you never know what's going to happen. If the Phillies can really take care of business at home against the Padres and the Dodgers, 
that Braves series for the first time is going to mean a lot because the Braves are right behind the Phillies in the standings. And then the Mets series is going to mean even more because it's another early Mets season. Um, early season matchup against the Mets, I should say. And I believe that series starts on Memorial Day. Or no, it ends the Sunday before Memorial Day. So that's when the Mets are known to fall off too. It's it's close to June. That's when the Mets start falling off. And I never wish injury on anybody. But Tyler McGill injured for the Mets. We won't see him. No Jacob DeGrom already. Just saying. The Mets seem to... Uh, the One of the cogs in the wheel. Falling off already. For the New York Cicadas. Um, but looking at the NLE's run differential. This road trip really helped the Phillies a lot. Um, right now, the New York Mets leading the way at plus 35, the Phillies at plus 18, the Miami Marlins at plus 10, the Atlanta Braves at minus 14, and then the Washington stolen franchise nationals at minus 36. It would have been real nice if if the Phillies won this game today against the Dodgers, because then the Mets ended up losing to Seattle. What was that final score? 8-7. They would have been four and a half back instead of five and a half back. But you can't win them all. But what you can do is you can release Jerry's Familia because he was horrendous on this road trip. Horrendous. Gave up a run today that ultimately led to the rallying for the Dodgers. Blew the lead for the for the Phillies against the Dodgers the other night where the Phillies had to come back and win in extra innings. Jerry's Familia is a bum. He's not a good person and should just not be on this roster. He's been terrible this year. He's he's a bum. I need him, I want him gone immediately. Like get him off this roster today. Leave him at LAX. He's been in 14 games this year, has a 4-2-6 ERA in 12 and two-thirds innings. He stinks. He's so bad. His last, like, oh my god, he's so brutal. And the fact that he got the win in the game that he blew the lead blows my mind. That is the dumbest, like, correlation of stats I've ever seen. Um... Familia needs to go. He needs to be out of this bullpen. He's been so bad for this team. And anytime he's in, I'm like, oh, we're going to give up runs. It's it's so similar to Ian Kennedy last year. Whenever Ian Kennedy came in, it was like, oh, he's going to give off a, a leadoff hit or a leadoff home run, and then he'll settle in. Familia, he, like, never settles in, though. He just stinks. I don't know how Mets fans put up with him for as long as they did. That dude is trash. And the fact that the Phillies gave him $6 million – Get him off of this roster. He's so bad. I can't wait for him to no longer be a Philly. He's one of those guys that was on a different team, comes here, and it's just a disaster. He's a, he's a now Horford type. I can't stand him. Get Jerry's Familia off this roster because I I can't do another Jerry's Familia outing. It, it just I can't I can't stand him, guys. <laughs> You know, he's the guy. He's the guy that Matt and I talked about preseason. Who's the bullpen pitcher that's going to piss us off and make us lose our minds? It's Jerry's Familia. And shout out to Absolutely Hammered. 
tweeting out the uh, the edited Jimmy Butler gif because after game six, Jimmy Butler was caught on camera and on the hot mic walking into the locker room and said, Tobias Harris over me? Fucking Tobias Harris over me? Um, they tweeted out, <laughs> fucking Jerry's Familia over me and put Hector Neris's face over uh, Jimmy Butler. And that is absolute gold, and that's how I feel. Like, the fact that the Phillies decided, oh, let's sign Jerry's Familia instead of Hector Neris. Just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. I'm going to pull up Hector Neris' stats right now. So I read you off Jerry's Familia stats, which are just absolutely bad. We're going to go to Hector Neris because we got to check in on the boy. Let's see here. Hector Nares. Oh, my God. Hector Nares this year, guys. I hope you're ready for this. 17 games, a 1-1 record, a .56 ERA, 16 innings pitched, 15 strikeouts, a .5 whip. Good for my boy. Good for my guy. We are a pro Hector Nares podcast, by the way, everybody. Just so you know. Just so you remember. We we are the original Hector Nares supporters. That has been our guy day in and day out since the jump. Good for my guy. That, that justifies me hating Jerry's Familia that much more. Hector Nares has a .56 ERA for the Houston Astros. That's unbelievable. Shout out to the boy. That is unreal. I can't wait to tell Matt that stat on, on Tuesday. He is going to lose his mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Hector, Hector, Hector. Why did we let you go? That's blood on Dave Dombrowski's hands right there. That's a Dave Dombrowski blunder. That's a Dave Dombrowski blunder. But the Phil's... I saw everybody on the timeline, too, saying, you know, this game against the Dodgers is the only way that the Phillies can make you feel like shit about winning three out of four at Dodger Stadium and going five and two on a road trip. It did, but you sit back, you reflect, and, like, you're 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 sitting okay with the way that things went for the most part outside of, you know, Sunday's game. Um, I feel re- rejuvenated and, and ready to rock and roll with this team heading into this stretch of games. I'm excited to be at the ballpark on Wednesday. If you're going to be there, let your boy know. I'd love to, you know, come up and, and say what's up. Um, so let me know. Tweet at me at KBIZZL311. If you're going to be at the Phil's game on Wednesday night, let's get into the fun stuff. The other fun stuff, I should say, because the Phil's are fun. Baseball's here. It's almost summertime. Uh, and what you guys need heading into the summer for your outdoor game time experiences is a little Bino. Go to BinoBoard.com, guys. Check it out. Look at you know everything they got to offer. New ultraviolet limited edition board is available. It's the next sensational board game coming to a man cave, a she shed, an outdoor bonfire near you. BinoBoard.com. Check it out. When you go to checkout, you get your board in your cart, you get your accessories, all that good stuff. When you go to checkout, use our code BINHOUSP, that's B-I-N-H-O-U-S-P, 
for 10% off your order. Scott Kingery, Reese Hoskins, get down with these guys. You should be getting down with them too. They support us. So go to BinoBoard.com and use code BinoUSP for 10% off your order from the homies over at Bino. The Eagles' schedule is here. We know who we're playing. We know when we're playing them. And that's the exciting part. We know when we're playing them. That's what we've been waiting for because we already knew who we were playing because we're smart people and we know how to do math now. The Eagles' schedule looks like this, everybody. That's Dave Spadaro's loud voice. (laughs) Um, We're going to pull up the schedule here. So, the preseason looks like this. One home preseason game against the New York Jets on August 12th at 7.30 p.m. Week two of the preseason on the road at Cleveland at uh, on August 21st at 1 p.m. Huh, 1 p.m. What day of the week is that? Is that a Sunday? That's very interesting. Yeah, Sunday 1 o'clock preseason game for the Birds. Uh, and then the preseason concludes on the road down in Miami on August 27th at 7 p.m. against the Dolphins. Then the schedule looks like this. Week 1 on the road, September 11th at the Detroit Lions. Week 2, Monday night football prime time. Eagles, Vikings at the link. Kirk coupons, primetime Kirk. Let's go. Um, Then, the reunion with Carson. On the road, September 25th at the Washington Commanders. Followed up by a home date with Doug Peterson and the Jacksonville Jaguars on October 2nd. October 9th, out west in the desert. A date with Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. 4.25 p.m. start there. Then Sunday night football at home. 8.20 kickoff October 16th, right before the bye week against the Dallas Cowboys. Week 7 is our bye week this year. Week 8, October 30th, my first day of being 29. You guys better not lose this game. Uh, it's the Battle of Pennsylvania. We're playing the Pittsburgh Stillers. The Stillers are coming to town. Then, quick turnaround. Uh, Thursday night football. Houston Texans on the road. 8-15 kickoff on November 3rd. Then, Monday night football. So, you go Thursday and then Monday. I really like that part of the schedule, by the way. Uh, home date with Carson and the Commanders. November 14th. Then November 20th on the road at the Indianapolis Colts. Then Sunday night football, 11-27, November 27th against the Green Bay Packers. December 4th at home against the Tennessee Titans, the A.J. Brown revenge game. Then three straight road games, December 11th at the New York Giants. December 18th at the Chicago Bears. And then Christmas Eve, Saturday, Saturday game there against the Cowboys down in Jerry World. Then New Year's Day, home against the Saints. 
And then week 18, either January 7th or January 8th, I think it's because there's an option for flexing and stuff later on in the year. That's at home against the New York Giants. So, you know, it's never a it's never a football NFL schedule release show uh, on any day unless we do a little win-loss prediction or way too early win-loss prediction. That's what this is going to be. It's the Underground Sports Philadelphia way too early Eagles win-loss prediction for 2022-2023. So starting things off week one at Detroit, give me a dub, give me a win. That's that's in the books. Easy. Week two, Monday Night Football. First game at home of the season against the Minnesota Vikings. Shout out to Lizzo. We're taking them down. We're winning that game. No doubt about it. Uh, so 2-0 to start the year. Then we head out to Washington. Give me a dub. It's the command. It's Carson Wentz. We're not losing that game in that dog trash stadium. Get out of town. We're winning that one. Then Dougie P coming to town. Going to be a little emotional. First time seeing the Jaguars' new look team. But give me a dub. They're not ready to compete with the Eagles. 4-0 to start the year. Arizona Cardinals. Now, I like this game here because DeAndre Hopkins is suspended for this game. It is on the road, so it's going to be a little more difficult with that Arizona crowd. But I like a win here. Give me the dub against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, we're off to a 5 and 0 start. Cowboys coming to town. What are, what are we what are we doing here? Sunday night football, Dallas Cowboys, October perfect weather for football. This is a game that I'm struggling with. You know, the Cowboys aren't the same team they've been in years past. Amari Cooper's gone. A bunch of their offensive lines gone. Some of their defensive pieces are gone. But you know what? I like them to win this game. I like the Eagles to win this one in a close one at home going into the bye 6-0. and I love our schedule this year, guys. I love our schedule. Coming off the bye week, the Steelers coming to town. Potential rookie quarterback or Mitch Trubisky starting for the Steelers. Now, they do have a good defense. Won't get it twisted there. Um... Steelers have, have put numbers up on us, even with a, a, a shell of himself, Ben Roethlisberger, over the past couple years. We all know the traditional Big Four sports, and we have our favorite teams and enjoy them each and every week during their seasons. But what if I told you the fastest-growing sport on two feet doesn't involve football, baseball, basketball, or hockey? Come join me, Dom Ponteri and Harrison Kremens as we break down the sport of the future each and every week on the Outside the Box podcast, talking all things pro and college lacrosse right here on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. I like... I, I think this could be a win, potentially, but I'm not sure. This game has given me a little pause. The Steelers' defense does a really good job with disguising things for younger quarterbacks. So I'm going to say this one's a loss. So we start 6-1. and one. Quick turnaround, though. Houston Texans on the road. Give me that dub. 7-1. and one. 
The Washington Commanders on mon- extra day of rest off Thursday night football and Monday night football at home. Carson Wentz's first trip to the link. Get out of town. Carson, leave. You're done. Eagles are winning this one. So that's one loss so far. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and one to start the year. And we're going to Indianapolis to take on Matt Ryan and the Colts. Jonathan Taylor ready to run train all over everybody. I like the Eagles to win this game too. Eagles are going to win this one. 9-1 and one to start the season. Then the Green Bay Packers come to town. No Devontae Adams anymore. The defense did get a lot better though for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is back. Aaron Jones is still there. I don't know how I feel about this one. So right now, in our way too early predictions, it's a loss from me. So the Eagles now two losses on the season. The Tennessee Titans coming to town. Big Derrick Henry in the cold. Ryan Tannehill at quarterback for the Titans. Big Bob Woods, Robert Woods there. Traylon Burks now there. This is a tough one, this Titans game. It's tough. I don't know how the Eagles are going to be able to defend Derrick Henry. Titans, it kind of gives me a little pause. So right now, in our way-too-early predictions, I'm going to say it's a loss. I think the Eagles lose this one, unfortunately. But don't worry. Better days are on the horizon. So three losses so far here. Then the Giants and the Bears in back-to-back road games give me dub-dub. Easy. Easy peasy. So right now we're sitting at a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, and 3. Cowboys, how you doing? Christmas Eve, emotions running high. Division probably on the line here. Call me crazy. I think the Eagles are sweeping the Cowboys this year. All in. Winning on Christmas Eve at Jerry World. Give me the dub. New Orleans Saints coming to town. New Year's Day. We need the Saints to be bad this year because of that draft pick trade we had. The Saints don't think they're going to be that good this year. Give me the dub. And then you get the Giants coming to town. Last game of the season. And if things go our way right now, where the Eagles will be... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen wins on the season and three losses. I don't know if the Eagles are gonna need to get this win. So this is where I sit. The way too early prediction. This is way too early. Eagles are either going thirteen and four or fourteen and three. That's where I'm sitting right now. I love this schedule for the Birds. The way things play out, the way opponents, you know, dish out. If this Cardinals game is later in the year, I think they lose because DeAndre Hopkins is back. That's a big, you know, situation there. Um, You know, things can change for sure. But I love the way the schedule played out for the Eagles. I love our opponents this year. The division's bad. You get the Bears, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Texans. Come on. The birds are going to be cooking this year, guys. Going to be cooking. I'm so excited about the way this schedule turned out for the Eagles. 
14 and 3, 13 and 4, depending on the situation. Obviously, that last game might not mean anything. So we rest the starters, don't potentially win the game. It's fine. But 14 and 3, best case scenario, I'll take that. I'll take a 14 and 3 bird season on our way to the playoffs, potentially a number one seed and home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs. How you doing? Keep it moving. Guys, you got to remember A.J. Brown's in the fold. Devontae Smith, another year in the NFL. Jalen Hurts now has weapons. This offensive line is still fantastic. And if they go out and get James Bradbury, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a great schedule for the Eagles. Eagles fans should be excited as all hell. I'm juiced. And I was just saying a couple weeks ago, I haven't been juiced about the Eagles. I haven't been juiced about football. I'm juiced about this schedule. I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to run through a brick wall. Week one. Ready to punch the lines in the mouth. Ready to knock Kirk coupons on his ass. Monday night football in prime time for the people. Let's go. Fly Eagles fly. We're going 14-3. and Way too early prediction. May 16th. As you guys are listening to this. Let's go. Let's go. I'm so pumped. So pumped right now. Can't can't tell you guys how pumped I am. Um, yeah, and everybody confused about the date being on there. I fixed it. So but you're watching these Sunday shows, it'll be the day you're watching it. Um, and shout out to Deshaun Jackson. Retweeted, the, retweeted us on the Twitter. Uh, Deshaun, we'd love to have you on the show. You're, you're one of my childhood heroes. <laughs> Would love to have you on this podcast. Uh, whenever. Absolutely whenever. Open invite to Deshaun Jackson to come on the show. Uh, for the people watching on YouTube, if you're not already, click the subscribe button. Go search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube and click subscribe because we got some fun stuff on the YouTube, including every full video episode of Underground Sports Philadelphia. Outside the box, top bins, get in the hole, streamer season. All your favorite Underground Sports Philadelphia shows are on YouTube in full video form. So go subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single video or second of the content. Uh, we premiered our teaser for Just a Kid from Vineland, the Jameel Demby docuseries coming to our YouTube channel very, very soon. Go check that thing out. Uh, it is now available on our YouTube, and it should be popping up somewhere on the YouTube as a recommended video. Probably over here by the date, I would assume. There we go. By the date. Up in the top corner. Um, <laughs> go check that out. I'm very excited to get that project rocking and rolling. And we have another project coming very, very soon. Potentially in the next week or so to kick things off. But definitely throughout this summer. Uh, you can go follow that project on Twitter. At USP Cheesesteaks. And there's going to be a little teaser clip at the end of this episode for you to pay attention to. Uh, but Underground Cheesesteaks, series coming to the YouTube channel this summer. Get excited, get hyped. It's myself and Dom and potentially other members of the Underground Sports Philadelphia crew going and taste testing cheesesteaks all around our hometown first in Vineland, New Jersey. We're going to hopefully sit down with a lot of the owners of the places, the cooks, the customers, get the backstory of the place, what goes into their creation of a cheesesteak. And then we're going to branch out to the neighboring towns, Millville, Bridgeton, down the shore, all around South Jersey. Then take the show to Philly, 
Take it to Delaware. Maybe dabble in North Jersey and see what they're up to. Maybe take it to New York. Who knows? If this thing gets traction, we can take it anywhere. So what I want you guys to do, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, whether it's audio or on YouTube, comment on YouTube your favorite cheesesteak places where you go and devour your favorite cheesesteak, whether it's in South Jersey, Philly, wherever. Comment your favorite cheesesteak in the comment section on YouTube. If it's on Apple Podcasts, leave it in the podcast reviews on Apple. Five stars, because that's all we will read. If you leave less than five stars, we're not taking your recommendation. Five-star review, five-star rating. In the review, write your favorite cheesesteak place. Dom and I are very excited for this project. Can't tell you how pumped we are. Uh, So get excited. Underground cheesesteaks. Take your first look right now. If you're watching on YouTube, at the branding, the logo, very excited to get this project rolling. Uh, Underground Cheesesteaks coming to a YouTube channel near you. So go follow at USP Cheesesteaks on Twitter and uh, stay tuned for the content because it's coming. Very excited to get this project rocking and rolling with Dom and doing content with Dom again. It's been way too long since I've done any content with Dom. I'm going to be filming a lot of the stuff and Dom's going to be in front of the camera. So get excited, get hype. Underground Cheesesteaks coming to the YouTube channel this summer. Big shout out to you guys for rocking with me on a solo dolo Sunday night show. Uh, make sure you're following us on the socials at Underground PHI on Twitter, Instagram, Follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash undergroundsportsphi, twitch.tv slash undergroundsportsphi. Uh, check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com for all of our written content. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave the five-star ratings and reviews. Help the algorithm cook in our favor. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Search Underground Sports Philadelphia on YouTube. Click subscribe. Click the thumbs up button. Click the bell icon so you don't miss a single video. And comment down below with your favorite cheesesteak spot in the South Jersey or Philadelphia area. So Dom and I can start curating a list of places we got to hit to taste test some cheesesteaks. Big thank you to our sponsors. Main Auto LLC. Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems. Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. Tomahawk Shades, go to TomahawkShades.com, use code USP at checkout for 25% off your entire order at TomahawkShades.com. Kenwood Beer, go to KenwoodBeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. You got to be 21 or older to do so. And of course, please drink responsibly. And the boys over at Bino. B-I-N-H-O-B-O-A-R-D.com and use code BINOUSP for 10% off your order from the homies over at Bino. This has been episode number 429 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm your boy KB. Until next time, I'm getting the hell out of here and I'm signing off. Peace.